A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey everyone, it is The Build Up Show. I am Paul Machin. Uh, Dan and Steve join me in the studio for this one to count down to Inter Milan, Champions League, San Siro once again for the Reds. Um, massive, massive game of football, Dan. Uh, Champions League, just being back is just lovely, isn't it? This is it, isn't it? This is what we do it for, really. In some land, San Siro, Champions League nights, this is what it's all about. I absolutely adore the Champions League. Yeah, and and the thing about it is, I, I was thinking about this about how like you've got all these games, and we beat Leicester last last week, and like Leicester are a good team, and you know we we've got some some needle there potentially between us and the fan bases and all that kind of stuff, and. Everyone just kind of got through it. The, 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 the lack of fanfare around that game, midweek game under the lights, the atmosphere was okay. Mm-hmm. It was a good, solid Liverpool win. And it got me just thinking about how when I think of seasons for Liverpool, particularly under Klopp, it, they really only start here. Now, that's nonsense, of course, because you've got to get to here. You know, Liverpool, Liverpool were perfect in the group stages. We, we'll forget it. We, we yeah. don't talk about that anymore. But this is where it happens now. This is where you know you get to go on big European ways. You know, new songs come about, mm-hmm. new heroes rise. You get to come to Anfield. You get to do coach greetings and, and really show off how powerful this football club is. That's exactly it. And this is us at our best, isn't it? This is what we live on. This is what we relish. Um, and seasons are defined at this stage of the season on nights like this. So you're right in a way that everything that's gone before is kind of a preamble to yes. this. This yeah. is what's important now. These next games, whether it be the League Cup, the FA Cup, or the Champions League. This is where it all starts because listen, I, I love nights like this. Like I say, the seasons. The as a Liverpool fan, we've enjoyed so many of these down the years, and I relish them. I looked at the sort of the tickets this morning for the Anfield game in a couple of weeks, and when they go on sale, and I just can't wait. I'm just buzzing to see Inter Milan, who have got a lot of heritage and you know, a massive football mm. club in their own right. It's kind of good to see them back on this stage in a yep. way because. Growing up, Inter Milan being at this stage, it was a norm. It's, a, I think it's 10 years since they've been at this stage. So that's great as well. Just playing a side with that much prestige is outstanding. And that, that's it. There's a part of me that every time the draw comes out, I always think I want the best possible team. And then as you get closer, you go, well, oh, maybe I just want the easiest team. No, well, you want, we want Porto every round of 16, really, yeah, is what we want. <laughs> but I think it adds to the lustre of the whole thing. And we talked about this on the final word. The league is what the league is. If Man City just continue to play like Man City have played, they'll just win the league, and that'll be annoying. Uh, but Liverpool have got we've got other focuses now, and it starts here. Mm-hmm. You know, the FA Cup will be great, and the League Cup it's going to be great to have a final to look forward to. But this is the other big one. You know, the league might be done; it might be too far gone. You know, I, I don't think it is. 
but it might be. This is now just a really big game to, to draw everyone's eyes, to draw your attention to. And we've spun the plates, I think, brilliantly in terms of the squads that we just get to fly into this match as we would have it. Totally. And with regards to the pursuit of Manchester City, we'll need some help from them in a kind of roundabout way to get to where we need to get to with that. Mm -hmm. And like you say, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, then there's not much we can do about that right now. Yeah. This one... And we've been to nine finals of the Champions League. This one is in our control. Yeah. There's no Manchester City. There's not a variable out there that says you can't do this because. Yeah. So it's down to us. It's down to us to do what we do. European nights, Anfield under the lights. Uh, and it's a cliche. And I'm sorry. It's a fabric of, of what our club's been yes. in the last yeah. 30 years. Yeah. And, and to your point there, you know, if you, win, if you win every game now in the Champions League, you left the Champions League. If you win every game in the Premier League, you don't. It's not. It's not guaranteed, and that's that's great. I think that's what this squad needs. I think it's what the fan base needs as well. Dan, is we need to be able to just to just have the league be a secondary, tertiary concern for us, really. And that's the beauty of where Liverpool have played themselves into. You're right. The the the, the staging is done. Yeah. We've now got all these other competitions to sort of play for. Um, and if we can if we can make them the main focus, and then somehow keep the league ticking over. We can we can lift our heads up above the parapet in a month or so's time and see where the league stands. Hopefully, though, by by the time we come to play City in in April, mm -hmm. Liverpool have won the League Cup. They're in the semis, or you know, of the of the FA Cup, and they might be in the quarters or semis or of the uh, of the Champions League by that point. But that all starts for me with Inter Milan because you need to keep the good vibes going. Oh, massively! And we touched on it earlier. There are you know good vibes in abundance at this football club mm -hmm. at the minute in the fan base at the club itself. You know, healthiest squad we've had for a long time. You know, players coming back left, right, and centre. Uh, a wealth of options that can't even make a match day squad like this is a great time to be a Liverpool supporter and we've had a lot of them down the last few years but you're right in terms of the focus because obviously when we had the running with City and it was neck and neck the whole time we were both winning no one would let up we were always fortunate in the way that we still had that Champions League final in yeah. the back pocket that yeah. was almost like a trump card wasn't yeah. it because when we didn't go and win the league we thought it's alright we've got a Champions League final in a couple of weeks and yeah. that was great now we've got these array of different trophies going on whereby if City carry on winning you're right, annoying, but so be it. We'll go and win X, Y, and Z instead. Yeah, and and I've never felt like this squad's more capable. Yeah, and Liverpool have been more capable. I, I, doing lockers, we're gearing up towards Wembley. I've done this um, podcast and series that's going out on Redmen Plus next week, looking at all of the eight League Cup wins. And it's telling, particularly that first four, four back-to-back -back in the 80s, and how... We we didn't we never had a season where we just won the league cup. It was but it was we won we won a league and a league cup or a European cup and a league cup or a European cup and a league and an FA cup and a, and a league, or you know what I mean. We 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 gather a bunch of trophies and it feels like we know this is I think anyway and I think it, it will be it's still some debate over those great Liverpool sides of the eighties. I think it's on a par with them. What's lacking is the silverware, but I think this team is capable of having a. And it's deserving, I think, of a special season. At the moment, it's, well, we won the Champions League one season and we won the league one season and, yes, Super Cup and, and, and Club World Cup. It could do with a double, I think. Totally. Yeah. Just because dub doubles are special and I think this is a special squad and it could really do with being recognised with the, with the shiny things. Well, I certainly hope we don't sit and review Klopp's career when, when he said we're going to. I hope he extends. But beyond that, There'll come a time when we sit down and look at Jurgen Klopp and say, where does he fit in the reckoning of all Liverpool managers through history? Mm -hmm. He will need to add domestic trophies to his resume to, to be at the top table alongside the likes of 
Bob Paisley, and that's lofty praise indeed, isn't yes, it? So yeah. um, I think we, we do one. We need one. It's great for the fans. It's a great day out. It's a great good feel-good factor. Um, yeah, why not win both the domestic cups and have a real tilt at the Champions League? Exactly. You, you can't guarantee it's very early in this competition to be going like, oh, well, just go and win the Champions League because you... <laughs> Let's do that every year. Let's yeah. win the Champions League every year. But I genuinely feel like we're positioned to make a real, a real good go of it you know, as well as we have done. We've got a much better squad than we had in the years where we got to the final in this competition. Much greater depth, and all the lads who were, you know, the pivotal lads have now got the experience of having done that. You know, the older lads are still in their prime. The younger lads are entering into their into their prime. We do feel as good as uh, having as good as any chance. But of course, Inter Milan's a massive test. Uh, just looking a little more closely at them in terms of the threat that they might pose um, I'd totally forgotten that they'd signed Eden Zeko until I looked at the top goal scorer saw that Latoura Martinez was their top goal scorer in the league he's got 12 in all comps um, four of them uh, from the spot but Eden Zeko was their leading goal scorer in all comps 14 in 32 for him this season he's 35 years old I mean it, it's I mean, it's the way of Italian football um, it's where old you know, if you want to play it well into your 30s and heading towards your 40s, it's, it's set it out all told. But um, he's, he's, Zeko's brilliant and he always has been brilliant and he will be. He will be a threat. Oh, massively, yeah. I, I think he's a very good player. I think he's that combination. He's a big, powerful specimen. He's also great in the air, but he's also technically gifted. And we alluded to it. Our fair, he's scored goals wherever he's been. And he's been in some places now. Obviously, he's been in the Premier League with City. we faced him enough times to know what he's all about. And um, we have got you know, three, four central defenders very much equipped to deal with he's got what he's got to offer. Mm-hmm. So I've got no qualms about facing him because we are a squad and a side primed for pretty much any challenge, as we've shown yesterday against Burnley, by the way. Yeah. But um, yeah, Dzeko, you know, quality footballer, no doubt about it. But as you say, that those statistics can be misleading in many ways because all comps in Italy, as we kind of showed by walking past AC Milan, especially in the San Siro, and that was a kind of thrown together Liverpool side. Yes. And they were top of the Serie A at the time, yes. ahead of Inter Milan. Yeah. So you have got to take it with that little caveat that maybe, but at the same time, outstanding football and oh, great goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I know I, I agree. And as I said, it was going to be my next point, is that that's the real encouragement for Liverpool, I think, is that... Look, the second in Serie A at the moment is behind AC Milan. They've got a game in hand over them. AC got the better of them the other, the other week um, in, a, in, a, in a bit of a in a bit of a mad game. We were so many levels better than AC Milan over both of those games in the group, and they gave us a great turnaround at Anfield, of course. But I do. And maybe that's red tinted glasses, but I think we were the agents of our own, you know, oh, yeah, a, a, a demise a little bit there. We 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 got a bit soft. Yeah. That's my hope here. You know, you look at their place. It was all about Zlatan, and it was all about these lads that they've got. It's going to be an interesting test here because this isn't the Inter Milan that won the league. Um, it is a, it is a good Inter Milan side. They're in the Champions League for a very good reason. They are the champions. But I, what my sense I've had from a lot of these other teams, we got this from Atletico as well. You know, they were the Spanish champions, and I felt that although they gave us good games, particularly away from home, we were much better. I feel like we should have more than enough for in, in I agree. Uh, Juventus aside, Italy's going through a European transition, <coughs> excuse me, as a league. So, like, it's the first time in 10 years they've got to this point. Um, that experience, that know how may well be very telling. What also is really crucial for Liverpool is they're probably without their best midfielder, Nicola Barella, for both both legs. And he was pivotal to Italy's success in the, in the Euros in the summer. Um, so, so, really, you know. 
we say this if we if we turn up and we do what we do then we've got too much quality for them yeah. and I would expect it to go the way of the AC Milan games but we know, we know what we're about we'll be professional we'll go there and we'll do the job no one will be blase we won't go into that game thinking we've just got to turn up these are these are first and foremost a great chance at a trophy mm-hmm. and secondly you know our fans clamour for us to spend money Champions League is a great opportunity to earn good prize money Absolutely. that's as Klopp said we will go to AC Milan to try and win to make it Perfect, perfect mm. because there's, there's good prize money available for winning that game. Absolutely, and Liverpool want to go in and win every game. There's no idea of, oh, well, you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, they're in a little bit of sticky form at the moment, as mentioned, just going back to the 5th of February, losing 2-1 uh, to uh, AC Milan at home. How dare they? AC Milan went away <laughs> in that game, of course. Um, they, they then won in the Coppa Italia quarters over Jose Mourinho's Roma side, and they've just drawn this weekend. They played Saturday uh, a one-all draw with Napoli, who are also a, a, a top four Champions League pushing team this season as well. Um, so yeah, I mean that does kind of again bode well for us, but it also, as we've seen, it, it's a massive game of football. All of their eyes will have been heading towards this one. They'll be at home. They'll have the crowd behind them. They've been geared up, waiting for this, waiting for this big moment. So the form take the form I think with a with a bit of a pinch of salt just in terms of how they lined up against Napoli then um, in that one all draw three at the back DiMarco, De Vrij uh, Skrinar uh, at, as the three centre halves Perisic Kalinoglu Brozovic Barella who we know will be suspended Dumfries across the middle and then Martinez and Eden Zeko up top um so again, it's always nice to just see see some of these players, you know, up close and get a get a, get a sense of them. I'm interested to see. I want to watch Martinez because he's he's been the one, you know. Lukaku gets the big money move, but Martinez is everyone's been raving about yeah. him for you know for for a while now. So good to see what kind of level he can bring. My feeling of Perisic is that if he's being left mid left wing backy thing you get that thing of lads who start off as forwards who end up moving further and further back down the pitch that hopefully Liverpool should have some uh, benefit from that one but it is an interesting one uh, indeed right we're going to talk a little bit more about the Reds uh, when we return um, from our very short break I have got a trivia question and I've uh, I've done this basically to test stay more than anyone else but I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll be an interesting test for Dan name Liverpool's seven substitutes the last time we played into Milan at the San Siro. Um, answers after the break. Christ. The League Cup final is nearly upon us. We're excited, you're excited, and we've got some incredible content upcoming on our streaming service, Redmen Plus. We've got an exclusive in conversation with the League Cup 2012 Man of the Match, Stuart Downing, talking through his memories of that day. We've got an incredible silverware stories featuring the likes of Sander Westerveld, Emil Heskey, Darren Pearce of Birmingham, amongst others. Looking back at that 2001 League Cup victory as well as an incredible podcast series with the men who lived and covered each and every one of Liverpool's record-breaking eight League Cups so far. This is how you get excited for the League Cup. This is how you build up to a final and it's only available on Redmen Plus. www.theredmentv.com Get yourself signed up and get this content. It's incredible. It's incredible. 
Sorry for interrupting your show, but we have our incredible streaming service, Red Men Plus, and we are so proud of the content that we produce. If you like the stuff that we put out for free, please show your support. Join Red Men Plus and get every single episode that we produce directly into your ears in your native podcast app. Just go over to theredmentv.com, sign up, and enjoy even more Red Men content. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, we're on the countdown to the League Cup final over on Redmen Plus. We've just got these little Champions League distractions in between now and then. But yeah, we've got loads of stuff coming for you yeah. uh, in documentary form, in podcast form, interviews and all that good stuff, as well as the usual raft of pre- and post-match analysis. So if you enjoy what we do in the free stuff like this match build-up show, we've got loads of that kind of stuff going over on Redmen Plus as well. Perfect time as the games are coming thick and fast and the chances of silverware increase with each passing day. Um, Surab Patil sent us a super chat in, uh, by the way. He says, don't we deserve to see Paul and Chris together in a show for once. Come on, Paul, it's Valentine's Reds are flying high. Give us some Chris X Mage content. See, we just had Chris in the adverts. What more do you want? That's why we re- we wheeled about the told I explained this on the on the on the uh, on the commentary for, at the weekend. Chris Pajak is now the Hulk Hogan of Red Men. He, he turns up for the big shows. He's got a weekly show on Red Men Plus. He's got the stat show, which is getting you uh, loads of incredible analysis, helping you understand deeper how Liverpool play and how they how they construct those things off the pitch as well in terms of coaching and all that kind of stuff. He's doing a brilliant job, and he hosts a lot of the Red Men uh, Red Men Plus bits and pieces. And he did like four shows on Friday as well. But Chris. Me and Chris will be back together before you know. In fact, we're going to Wembley, so we'll be doing something around that as well. So don't worry about that. Anyway, right. Um, I asked the question to name the seven substitutes. If anyone's got it, you're you're absolute geniuses, by the way. Um, but I will see uh, how how we've done on this one. So the question was, yeah, name the seven substitutes the last time we played in the San Siro. Let's break this down. So when did we last play Inter Milan in the San Siro? Well, not, we, in a competitive when, when game. When did we go against them in the group? 
because because they've not been this far for ten years. Ten years, yeah. So, so, so. it'll be a group likely to be either it's a group mid two thousand. It was the Champions League first knockout round at the San Siro, Tuesday the 11th of March, 2008. Okay, the last time we played them. Okay. Liverpool's starting lineup that day was Pepe Reina, Sammy Hippier and Jamie Carragher. Oh, Christ, I got a second. No, I tell a lie. Martin Skirtle, Carragher and Aurelio was the back four. Wild. Um, Gerard, Babel, Mascarano, Lucas, Torres and Cout. Uh, Liverpool won 1-0 that day. Get it off the screen. <laughs> Get it off the screen. <laughs> Liverpool won 1-0 that day. Apparently they brought Patrick Vieira, was subbed for Pele. I didn't know that one. Um, there you go. Um, Fernando Torres scored the only goal of, say, Torres, yeah, of the game that, yeah. on the 68th minute, assisted by Fabio Aurelio. And Liverpool, seven substitutes. Well, who, was, who was a sub-goalie in 2008? Reina was... Reina started... One, yeah. And see the cogs turning. So Donny, is it? No, before Donny's time. Kirkland, Kirkland was gone by then. Wasn't gone by it? then. Yeah. It's a, he's a he's a great random like name all the Liverpool uh, goalies in the uh, Premier Diego League. Cavalieri, that no, one. No, no, it was Charles Atanji. Charles Atanji. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think he's he's even forgotten he played for Liverpool now, yeah. isn't he? John Arnarisa. Yeah. Alvaro Arbeloa. Okay. Yossi Benayoun. Mm-hmm. Some bench so far, isn't it? Yeah. Jermaine Pennant. Nah, took a turn there, the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre Voronin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Peter Crouch. I, I had Crouch earlier, yeah. I was going to say Crouch, yeah. That was, was a tough one, though. That, that was, was a very tough, tough one. I made that ridiculously tough just for there. Just for, just for, because we haven't played a lot of games against Inter Milan. No. So yeah. I've, got another, I've got another trivia question to come up with in a fortnight or so for the second leg. Yeah, so I, uh, We've got two weeks to cram as much fun <laughs> as you can get, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Jen LFC who sent us a little super sticker here in on YouTube of the smiling cat. Always good to know. Uh, and it's, uh, has been a member for 13 months. This is great content, guys. Thank you so much, Jen LFC. Wonderful of you. Right, let's talk the Reds then. Um, Dan, are we about to find out what Klopp considers to be his best team? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd have to say so because... Mm. Like we alluded to earlier, sort of, we've seen the rotation, haven't we, in the past few weeks? I think yesterday was a slightly horses for courses lineup. Mm-hmm. I think Burnley away kind of alluded to the fact he needed that experience in there of having played in those conditions and played in that game. We didn't see Louis Diaz for that reason, um, and I think it's a it's a difficult one, and it's almost a pointless question trying to pick his best eleven at the minute because we are going to see so much rotation, but there has to be certain games within that whereby he picks what he believes to be his strongest team. And into Milan, first leg of the Champions League knockout, there's not many better opportunities to do that. So, yeah. Take some brass balls to go with the AC Milan away lineup in this oh, game. Uh, yeah. I mean, particularly because Nat Phillips is out on level. I mean, Nico point. Williams has to be called Nico Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the Cruyff 10 coming from? Yeah, 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 definitely. It's, um, uh, yeah, there's, I think there's a... 
there's going to be a rise and fall to how Liverpool's matchday squads are, con- are constructed, I think, a little bit. You look at the games that we've got coming up, Inter Milan, obviously, on Wednesday night. Norwich on Saturday. Leeds is finally rescheduled game from Boxing Day, Wednesday the 23rd. And then it's Chelsea in the League Cup final. And I think you want... Well, I'm following that just out of interest. Norwich in the FA Cup, West Ham, then into the game. Mm-hmm. You can pick your three games out of that run where you want to be your best. Your best of your best. Now, there might be a little bit where Klopp actually has to figure that out. If you, if you were going with... what your understanding of it right now, putting yourself in Klopp's shoes, what do you think our best 11 is and what? And do you think that's different from maybe what Klopp well, thinks it is? It's a really interesting question, that, cause, because we often say managers under pressure, you don't know what your best 11 is. Mm-hmm. We've got five guys playing in the final third in the front three that would yeah. all say, I should be in there. And Klopp knows that too. So so has he picked out his own mind, three? Um, I think the front three picks itself mm-hmm. against Milan and I think it'll be the, the Trident the trident that we trust. It'll be Mane, Firmino and, and Salah. Genuinely believe that because the European know-how, the away days at Porto and pl- places like that, wow. where they've delivered time and time again and they understand what's required of them. I think to, to, to put Diaz in a Champions League game so early where if you're into Milan, you're going to want to take the impetus in that game because you don't really expect to go to Anfield and beat Liverpool because mm-hmm. not many do. So they'll come out all guns blazing. That's where you need the know-how. That's where you need what we do about yep. the transition, how it works really quickly, making the right runs. And more importantly, Paul, setting the traps. So right now we're still working with Diaz on how to set press traps and counter-press traps. Mm-hmm. Mane knows it. Yes. Bobby knows it. Yep. Salah knows it. So it, I think personally we'll go with those three. I think, yeah. again, Jota might find himself unlucky. I've always thought of Jota as a more of a challenge for Mane than, than Firmino in terms of the place. But now we've just added Diaz to the mix. It's really interesting. Like, cause I, know I think it's a fascinating point, and I agree. If we're, if we're talking about Jürgen Klopp, there'll be a lot of people, because Jota's flavour of the month, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, I just mean that we adore Diogo Jota. I yeah. mean, like he's the guy getting his name sung more than anyone at the moment because he's got a boss song. It's new. There's a lot of great positivity around Diogo Jota, and rightly so. Like, what is it, 30 goals in... And now 61, I think, appearances mm. for Liverpool after after coming off the off the bench. He's 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 on a rise. He's getting better and better for Liverpool. There'll be a lot of people though. I think who will immediately be like Jotters usurped Bobby Firmino in the role. And I I think I probably fall into that yeah. that camp at the moment just to talk it out for the sake because I I'm kind of not asked. There's five <laughs> lads there as long as Mo Salah starts. Yeah. I'm kind of not bothered who the other two I'm are. I'm being honest, there, you know, yeah. but. Um, I think, from my perspective, I think Jota probably has jumped above Firmino in the first choice from three. I think so. And for me, that probably happened. It probably happened for different people at different stages. But for me, that happened not long after Christmas. Yes. Um, I think Jota, for a long time, I was sort of camp Firmino, if there is such a thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I like you, I'm not really too bothered. Because regardless of who it is, it's pretty strong. But... And certainly when it came to big games, I was always no Firmino because he's got that know-how. He can link up with Manny, drag defenders away. But you, you can't avoid Jota's record anymore. He, he's done it for so long now and he's scored in such big occasions now and so regularly that you just can't ignore him. He has to play. And for me, he has to be part of the strongest eleven. And for me, his role in that strongest eleven is in the middle of it, in the middle of that front three. So are we at a stage then, putting it out to you guys, that... 
we do what we do and we let the opposition worry about us? Or are we looking at the lineup you just showed us for Inter Milan, thinking heavily defensive, five in midfield, so they're going to play with a defensive midfielder? You ask Jorginho and Rodri how hard it is to play against Firmino because he occupies the space you want to play in. So are we at the stage now? Are we feeling that good about ourselves? We go to Inter Milan, we take the Jota in through the centre, we put Bobby on the bench and we say to Inter Milan, we're going to do what we're going to do, get on with it. Or are we or are we countering their tactics? If that's the case, for me, it suits Bobby better than Jota in that regard. Yeah, quite possibly. I think the thing is, we're reaching a point with Jota where he's so good yeah, and he yeah. isn't just the goal scorer. He does so much other bits and, bits and pieces as well that... There's not. There's, there was. There was maybe a time we had this with Trent, where you had like there were games that were better suited to Gomez yes, at right did, back yeah. and better suited to Trent at right back, and you've had it a little bit with like maybe the DM where it might have been games. We said this on the final words where Hendo and the six was maybe slightly better suited than Fabinho, and and, and so on and so forth. Joss is reaching the point now where he's so clinical and he does so much work all around all around that front three that there might not be a game where. It might not be horses, of course. He's just so suited to every yeah. game of football and opponent that Liverpool come up against. I, the only thing where on where to take it to your sort of side of things on this day is that the Champions League is a competition where having been there and done it matters. And you look at what Real Madrid to, did to us last season, mm-hmm. where we were going, they'd all passed their best there. You know, they you know they've, oh, they they should be tiring legs, and have they got it anymore? And Benzema's boss and yeah. Cruz's boss, Cruz and Modric's boss, busted, didn't they? Really? Yeah. yeah, and having some and going back to that tried and tested because we say this like, oh no, we've not started Diogo Jota. He's on the bench. He's, he's, he's likely on the bench, and you've got five substitutes you can use there. So. You could. It's where so you've got that option as a guest. Let's look at it from this perspective. Would you rather be bringing Bobby Firmino into the game on sixty minutes, no. or bringing Jota in on sixty minutes? And I would rather have Jota to come in when you've run them ragged for an hour, yeah. and then maybe Diaz and Jota come uh, in. Imagine that. Tran- <laughs> imagine making that swap. You, you, Jesus you've been Christ. run your blood to water trying to deal with the, the front three that we love and we trust, and then suddenly the board goes up and you've got Diaz and you've got. Jota coming off the bench and you're thinking, I really don't need Here this. Here we go again. Because they played yeah, with yeah. the back three. And if they play with the back three against Liverpool, that's brave. Yep. If they play with the back three against the tried and tested, that's ridiculously brave because they know exactly what the other one's mm-hmm. going to do. We're still learning about Diaz. Yeah. Without away goals, it does change the complexion of this tie somewhat because Inter Milan probably have to be more positive mm-hmm. in this game yep. than they would have done previously because... They might be thinking, okay, stay in the game, we'll nick one at Anfield, and the, the whole thing changes around. But now Inter Milan kind of have to be, as the home side, they have to be on the front foot because yeah. they're not going to get a better opportunity. This is their chance. Yeah. Anfield in a fortnight is not their chance to win this tie. Yeah, great. So for me, I don't see, and I, listen, I, Bobby Firmino is one of my favourite Liverpool players in recent years, absolutely no doubt about it. I think he's a genius, but... Jota, he just, I say it again, you can't ignore the man. He's so clinical and he's so good at everything else. I still think he's a couple of levels below Firmino in terms of his work rate and his link-up play, mm-hmm. etc. But Jota is now at that stage you allude to whereby no game isn't for him. And yeah. this included. And I always, I can't get that Atalanta game out of my head a couple of years ago when those three started. Mm-hmm. I don't expect this to go that way. If it did, it'd be great. Yeah. But... That was a big Champions League night away at a decent Italian side who were flying on the crest of a wave at the time. And mm-hmm. Jota, Mane and Salah dismantled them. Yeah. So they haven't got Bastoni, their best centre-half. They haven't got Barea. Why not? Yeah, and, and just that, that extra point. the extra pace 
I think of having Jotten and being that bit more direct, it's it Italy for, the, for you know for all, for all intents and purposes, it's never been the fastest league. Never has. No. Technical, very good, very resolute defensively, of course. You know, like but can we offer not? and again the Atalanta one exactly I had a quick look back at it just then when we were talking because yeah like Jota runs absolutely oh. runs the show best performance well. probably absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah. unbelievable um, so it's an interesting one and, and I guess the thing is there's not just that which started a conversation about the forward the forward line um, I think we're all in rough agreement that Diaz just keep him on the bench for this. I think there's a pecking order to all this as well I think if you're telling Mane that he's not playing in the Champions League game because this new lad that we've signed who hasn't really properly settled in yet is getting in there. That might be a tough ask. So I think the big, it will be jotted up for me, you know, you'd imagine is that. Um, although, you know, Div, Div Oxbach. <laughs> I mean, Craig. Likes the San Siro. Well, no, it? exactly. Well, I just had a good idea. Like the last, like, the last time we were the San Siro, Dallison in goal, Simicas, Canate, Phillips, Williams, Minamino, Morton, Ox. Fucking hell. Um, Mane, Origi, Salah is the start on 11 in the last time we go to we go to the San Siro. Same again? Same. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Just no, no, no. You know what? It's a big, it's a bigger game. Knockouts. We'll just put Trent and um, and Van Dyke back in. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Maybe Gomez. Give Gomez a run out. Um, yeah, <laughs> Tyler Morton. Wow, what a, what a what a wild game that was. Um, but yeah, the midfield wise, again. What's our notion of our best midfield? We did this on the debate show on, on Plus last week where I think we fell down on it's still, until proven otherwise, Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago. But that's now be another game where Harvey Elliott doesn't start. He'll be I chomping at the bit. I wouldn't play Henderson in wow. recent form. Okay, um, I'd be inclined to go with Fabinho, Thiago and Keita. Ooh. And the reason why is because Cater will, will give us something between the lines, playing against the back three. Mm-hmm. That guile that he's got is something we need. You look at the, the balls into 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 Jota, where the one where he sort of flipped the ball between, I think it was against Leicester, went through the legs and then the keeper saved it, or was it in the cup? It was the cup. That ball into feet, the short passing game that, that Henderson doesn't have. Mm-hmm. There's lots of other qualities, don't get me wrong, but yeah. that's not your go-to for Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um there is an issue there. We talked about it before under the show. He does. He does have a tendency, and it's actually a, a comment here uh, from S. Catty in the comments here saying, "I can vouch for Henderson against Inter. He can show up in big games, and that's right." Jordan Henderson yeah, does, in the yeah. big, massive games. You yeah. know, if you're going to turn Jordan Henderson's form around, that this is the game where it, it's going to happen more. It's more likely to happen here than it is against Norwich. You know, and if he turns it around against Norwich, you, kind of who's asked, you should mm. be better in Norwich regardless. This is a good. Klopp very much likes to give players as many opportunities as possible to to go and g- grab the poor form and, and, and twist it back into their own. Massively, shape. and he's going to want his captain, isn't he, on the field? You know, we all, you know, Virgil van Dijk is skipper with the armband, no issue with that whatsoever, but he's going to want Henderson playing like he wanted Henderson playing yesterday for very similar reasons. Tough ask at Burnley, bit different to Inter Milan and San Siro, but yeah, sure. similar, you know, same Pitch sort. quality, probably yeah, similar. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of a test, you know, they've got different attributes, haven't they? But. For me, the best midfield is still that Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson. I agree on form. We spoke about it earlier. Obviously, Henderson isn't in a rich vein of form. But, as you say, this is very much a game whereby he'd almost look back on the last few weeks and go, OK, I fell below my levels. I've had some minutes there against Burnley. Now is the time to grab a game by the scruff of the neck. And, listen, 
he's done it millions of times before. He's turned his entire career around, let alone his form. Mm-hmm. So no qualms with him whatsoever. Yeah, no comments. interesting point on the on Inter. You know, they're the top goal scorers in Serie A this season. They got the second best defensive record. So obviously we know they're a, they're a good all round, com- complete complete outfit there. And it's yeah, it's what we're looking to achieve in that midfield. And there's an interesting point raised because I feel like I'm going to do this a lot over the coming weeks, and I feel a bit sad about it. But um, Nazarino is saying the way Inter playing, we need. Lead in midfield plus Thiago, and now I, I actually really enjoyed the cater Thiago thing in midfield. I mean, Christ, you know, it's one midfield that can do anything. Ballers yeah, for Fabinho, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Oxley Chamberlain, all of a sudden, if Ox isn't playing in this. Where, I don't know where he's getting his... And he doesn't deserve to not be playing games for Liverpool because I think he's been outstanding yeah. going back through all three through December as well. Um, he's an outside shout. I don't think anyone... I'd be surprised if any of us picked him. Yeah. But be, He's very hard done by, isn't he? Yeah. He probably hasn't played for three weeks now. Yeah. You know, And his form prior to that was He brilliant. got a bit unlucky, didn't he, with the FA Cup game having yeah. COVID. You know, yeah, so he massive. probably he might get a few more minutes in, in there. But mm. that's the... That's, the problem, you lose out for whatever reason, for circumstances conspire yes. against you, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden you're a long time out of this, yeah. out of this he side. He could play in a setup with a double pivot where it was Fabinho and Thiago doing the defensive duties, mm-hmm. and Ox slightly in front of them. Well, that's a slight tweak and a slight change to our shape. Mm. And I don't know whether we'd go with that in an away tie in the knockout mm-hmm. stages of the Champions League. And he can feel a bit aggrieved to be sitting watching games, but. In this situation, when you look at everybody who's available, you have to look at where does he where does he rank in our centre midfielders? Is he a specialist like like Thiago, like Fabinho is? No. Is it, has he got the same ball playing abilities as Thiago? No. Cater and him are probably the most similar in terms mm-hmm. of they both want to pick up the ball and drive at people. Mm-hmm. Which one gives you control of the midfield more than the other? When Cater presses as instructed, Cater presses well. When Cater's not at the races, Real Madrid away game and he was pulled off before half-time, it's a disaster. Yeah. So it's a difficult decision to make for those reasons. I'm not sure Cater haven't played that game at the weekend. I, I just think he'll I think he'll come out and I think Thiago getting those minutes. I can't see where Thiago doesn't play mm. because, again, you've bought Thiago Alcantara because he's the best in the world at what he does. Yeah. And you bought him for the biggest games on the biggest stage. You've serial not... winner as well, Exa- isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, it goes back to this, the Champions League thing. Is that it's a, and it, it, just actually feeding this conversation into the defence. Be interesting to see where the matchup goes again, because this would be counterintuitive to the point I'm about to make about going with your going with your senior experience, been there, done a Champions League winning lads. If you then you know if you then taking Matt about and putting Canate in. I mean, he should be he should be absolutely fine for this game, by the way, and, I, and it'd be a really interesting challenge for him up against Zecho because that would be, fine. and of course Martinez as well. But th- this is where I think that it again goes back to the question: of what is what does Klopp perceive to be his best team? Because <laughs> if we were going with the, if we were if we were all gambling men on this, we should be going Allison, Robbo, Trent. Van Dijk and Matip, it'll be Fabinho, Thiago, Hendo, and it will be Bobby in the front three because I would Mane and Salah because that's your established team. They've all been there and done it. They're all multiple, you know, trophy winners. They're, they're all great. 
but we might start to see hints towards the next, and the next is Jotter up front, and it's and then it's and it's Canate actually at centre half. Yeah, it is, and I wouldn't have much of an issue with it because you obviously alluded to it will be a challenge, but he's dealt with similar challenges already this season, yeah. and in quite surprised circumstances as well. Because I was surprised he started against United away, yes. for instance, yeah. and he dealt with that. Well, we dealt with the game with yes. with ease, obviously, so that helped. But he's dealt with obviously the other AC the AC Milan game in San Siro, so. It wouldn't surprise me, but what I'm thinking here is, in terms of Matip, is previous sort of thought processes with Matip have been, look at the games he's just played and think there's no way he can play this week. But that's changed this season. Yes. He is capable of playing that yeah, run of fixtures. Yeah. And therefore, I would just about say he stays in for this one. Yeah, yeah, and, and you might you might be very right with that. And let's be honest, in terms of form and, and everything, you'd be mad. It's just because I think this is a lot of our... Fears talking a little bit because we're we're just waiting on the inevitable, and the inevitable is Matip will be out at some point for a bunch of games, and yet, you know, he hasn't been so far. And Jurgen has as it does have this habit of trying to keep certain cores of the sides together. He'll play Trent, he'll play Robbo at all times, he'll play Van Dijk as much as he can, he'll play the goal, etc., etc. Um, but again, it's a, it's a wonderful, comfy situation to be in, really, isn't it, Steve? Where Again, if you told me Canate starting in this, I'd be I'll be perfectly honest. If you told me Canate and Gomez were starting, I'd be slightly concerned over the rustiness of Gomez, mm-hmm. but I have no issues over his overall quality. So if you're saying Van Dijk starting and it's Canate over Matip, there's a bit of a shrug there because the quality difference is I not I think because we're huge. playing against a, an offensive partnership and big men and Martinez is always a partnership. It was with Lukaku and it is with Dzeko. You kind of need to have your central defenders on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. and I still think Canate is learning to play in Liverpool's back four. Yeah. So, so there's there's times he's been too far forward and engaged the ball too far up the pitch, and we've conceded because of it. Yeah. Matip and and Van Dijk have got this understanding between them, which they would have given the amount of games they played together. That's maybe a better balance against the, the dangers that Jacko and Martinez might bring to the game. So for me, if I was picking, I would go with with the tried and tested, and I'm saying that a lot in this show, but yeah. I would go with the back two of Van Dijk and Matip because they know what the other one's going to do. Yeah, no, and that's it. We, we talk about this, uh, you know, we have our understandings of Jürgen until the, the landscape shifts, mm. and then we have to learn again. That's the beauty about uh, Liverpool's management setup and the football club as a whole, is they don't, Sit still. They don't rest on the laurels, and they always, if they keep on us guessing, and we like forensically follow the football club in the world in the spheres that we sort of move in, and all, all, of course, all the people watching at home will be exactly the same. I, I'm that's why again, I I don't I honestly don't know the answer because no. we've never been. I've got no there's no source material to draw on that says what the Liverpool do when they're in a world where, as we discussed on the final word, when Gomez, Curtis Jones, um, Minamino, Minamino and Origi yeah. don't make the bench. Talamore and as you pointed out rightly, don't make the bench. There's five lads who've all played, and they probably all actually played pretty much all play Champions League footy at some point this season as well or not even getting in match day squads at the weekend I don't know I've got no idea what we're going to do um, and of course what we also see is we, we might have an idea of what our best team is now and that's why we might find we go to the tried and tested and the beauty is again five substitutes you can significantly change the oh, landscape yeah. from the bench here and we might find that the team that we perceive to be the best 11 now in three weeks time or whatever it is until until we play the interim again it might be completely different by that point. Or you might find two or three lads are now in the new best 11 but by that you point. You also might find, you go with the tried and tested, we win the game 2-0, and that's certainly not beyond the realms of possibility. 
couple of weeks down the line, three, two weeks, three weeks down the line, we welcome Inter to Anfield and we say, right, they've got to come out and play. So I'm going with the more direct Jota. I'm mm-hmm. going with the additional pace. Because I've seen the stats. Diaz is quicker than Salah and Mane. Yeah. So I'm going with that, that pacey threat. Yeah. And I'm saying to Inter Milan, come and have a go. If you think you're hard enough type <laughs> of thing. But we're going to run in behind you and we're going to create havoc. So yeah. the, the, the permutations of, of where we might get to with... with I've, I've not seen it like this in a long, long time. I've been a Liverpool fan. We've got more depth now than we've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks so much to Jack Bagshaw. I sent a £1 super chat in uh, and said, enjoy a cheeky quid. Thanks so much, Jack. I will enjoy that. Um, <laughs> the um, Just uh, just about the last thing on the defensive stuff. I hadn't really thought about it this way because I've thought about us rotating Canate in, but Matt has played, started all but the final Champions League game in, in AC, AC Milan, you know, when of course we give Nat Phillips a go just to basically add his add to his sale value or yeah. whatever, increase his market value, just so he could he could croif uh, 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 to death. Uh, it was the only reason we brought him in for that. But that's the thing about that is Matip, he's been he's been favoured in these games. In fact, it's Van Dijk who got rotated out slightly more because Canate played the final two <laughs> Champions League games in the groups Porto and, and AC Milan. So. What we can fathom is you'd imagine it'll be Matip, but mad, absolutely, absolutely mad. See how good our squad is? It's ridiculous. It is it's genuinely ridiculous. Like we, I, there's a there's a chance we could all, like you could put ten of us in a room and we could all come out with a different eleven and make a very strong case for why that eleven's yeah. the eleven that Liverpool yeah. should be going for. And that room was Twitter last week in the yes. build up to that Burnley game because. All sorts of different people come out of all sorts of different predicted lineups, and each one of them had its virtues. You could understand why they picked them all, mm-hmm. and that's where we are now. And it's a great position to be in. And yeah. you wouldn't. Klopp is probably delighted at the fact, but at the same time, he's thinking, "God, I've got some headaches here." Because previously, it's been like, "Okay, he has to play because he's our last, <laughs> last <laughs> remaining, you know, option." But now, oh, we've got some great options. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous in the best possible way. Um, just heading up to our Club Legend Discord chat if you want to join that. Become a Club Legend over on Redman Plus. Uh, Daddy Ketchup saying, can see Thiago playing a big part on Wednesday. Dan underscore Morris, 3-4-2-1. Thiago, Hendo, Fab in midfield. I think the pace of the Italian side plays a part in that. Yeah, it's interesting. You're not, you don't necessarily need pace merchants in the midfield and Jordan Henderson's dynamism is probably more than enough mm-hmm. you know in that in that regard we talk about what Ox might bring or what Cater might bring in that regard if you're looking for energy levels Jordan's definitely can definitely add in, in that regard but uh, no fascinating fascinating stuff uh, just quickly then let's have another look at the um, other Champions League games that are going on this week uh, Tuesday night PSG host Real Madrid I'd be nice very nice if Real Madrid could just Turn over Paris Saint Germain because yeah. they're the ones that I just. One I quite like to one face... game shoots out. You don't, fan, you don't. Yeah, they're capable of anything, aren't they? Yeah, I just. I mean, it'd be good fun. It'd be really good fun actually to just come up against PSG because of that. What they've got going on would be hilarious. Like you know, what I mean? I'm yeah. like, wow, can we come? Can we handle Messi? Presumably Neymar would be back by the time that yeah. you know the, the that comes field. around. Still fancy your mind, yeah. But yeah, I'd still like Real Madrid to win that game of football, like definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, w- I wouldn't mind getting Real Madrid further down the line again because we defo we yeah. still owe them. Um, Sport and host Man City, yeah, great. Um, RB is Salzburg host Bayern Munich. This is Wednesday night now, and obviously us. And then heading into next week before we see Chelsea host Lille, Villarreal. 
Juventus, Atletico, Man United, and Benfica, Ajax. I, I don't, when I got the fixtures up before we went live, I went, oh Christ, I'd forgotten Man United were in the Champions League. I'm just so used to them being crap. I just presume I'd forgotten that they'd actually done enough to get out of the group. So, I mean, that's too like. I'm reluctant to say superpowers A because Man United and B because Atletico Madrid have kind of only recently become a superpower but they're both on the wane this season aren't yeah. they Atletico so that's a really interesting tie there's a lot of teams in there isn't there where you know you fear PSG because Messi you know and Mbappe and, and Neymar and, and all the other million great lads they've got can take a game of football away mm-hmm. from you we, yeah. we saw that at the Parc de France last time we, last time we played them they just went Try and try and stop that, and we really we had a real struggle with them. City, obviously, we know inside and out are a danger, and Bayern, and the, but then you look around everyone else, and you're just thinking like, again, Real Madrid. In any other season, Liverpool not going through what they've gone through, I feel fairly confident we'd have we'd have gotten past them. Mm-hmm. I, you look at obviously Inter Milan, and it, Serie A doesn't feel quite up to the quality. Spain in general doesn't feel up to the quality that it's been in, in previous years. We know Chelsea obviously reigning European champions, of course, but we can stay, they're a bit of a mess at times, aren't they? Juventus are not what they, what they were. And then there's a bunch of those other teams that crop up in the round of 16, sometimes get a little beyond Ajax being a prime example of that. Yeah, that's why, and that's why I'm kind of hoping Real Madrid do PSG because it'd be nice to just take them off the board because of that, because of that fact. And then you, you'd still fancy it being us... Bayern and City that go mm. deepest there but yeah again hopefully hopefully just some of the surprises surprises sprung there um, right let's let's have a score prediction for this one how much do you think 2-0 uh, Liverpool cool I'm with him 2-0 Liverpool Stay goes 2-0 Dan goes 2-0 I am going to go 4-0 to Liverpool that'll do, that'll it's just added ours together there isn't <laughs> yeah. it yes yeah, yeah. That's exactly wow. what I found. I love that. Yeah, that, that Atalanta like game's got in your head, hasn't it? Has been, <laughs> a big win. And also just Champions League knockout games. I think, you know, I hope so. And look, I ultimately, again, I've, I've been at lengths to stress this over the last few weeks. I do not give a shit how Liverpool win right now. Just win. Just win every game. Yeah. And I will happily donate my happiness and however many years I'm taking off the end of my life through the stress, I will give that up all that up to see Liverpool have a, a have a, a famous season as mm. I I just want Liverpool to have one of them seasons that we can hold up alongside the 80s season yeah. and say Liverpool won multiple trophies because mm-hmm. they're good enough to win multiple trophies and they have been for years we were good enough to win the to win the league and Champions League double yeah. in 1819 it's a Vincent Company thunderbolt that stands between us and half a millimetre in the Etihad that stands between Liverpool yeah. actually lifting the double that season. And I think they're capable again, and I really want that. But yeah, I don't care how they do it. But I also am reminded it's the Champions League. And we even when we were really struggling at times, we we just go to Europe and just be like, yeah, go ahead. We've, we've got a handle on this. So fingers crossed more of that. Something about Europe, isn't there? Yes, very, very much so. Um, so yeah, get us your score predictions in uh, into the comments section if you're watching this live. Uh, if you have anything you want to discuss with us, you can email us interact at theredmentv.com. And if you want more amazing content, we've got an Oppo preview ahead of Inter Milan that will be going out on Redmen Plus this afternoon. And of course, you've got all the countdown to the League Cup final. Perfect time to join Redmen Plus, our Liverpool streaming service. Um, gents. 
Thank you so much. I'm really Thank excited you. for this game. Now we've managed to get through talking about Burnley. Now we're talking about the Champions League and all is well in the house of Liverpool Football Club. Uh, yeah, enjoy uh, the rest of your day, the rest of your week, and hopefully the match too. That'll be awesome. And uh, yeah, see you all very soon. Ta-da.